I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Down the blind, Andrew Gunn. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Yesterday, we went through the Daily Telegraph, part one of our uh, Crystal Ball podcast, going through some of their predictions. Today, we're going to dive into part two, and the three guys I'm going to have a look at today, Dean Ritchie, Paul Crawley, and David Riccio. Let's dive into Dean Ritchie's top eight first. Now, Dean Ritchie's gone for Rabbitohs, Penrith, Roosters, and the Seagulls to make the top four. Um, like I did yesterday to Paul Kent, I think it was. I believe that these were released before Tom Trevojevic was injured. Uh, so Dean Ritchie maybe had the Seagulls a little bit higher than uh, where they probably will be because of the turbo injury. We'll see how it unfolds. Uh, number five, Eels. Six, Raiders. Seven, Storm. Eight, Gold Coast Titans. Um as I said yesterday, I don't believe Penrith will be this high. Manly, as I said, I'm going to give benefit of the doubt to Dean, probably before the turbo injury this article came out or before there was confirmation. Uh, yes, it is only four weeks, but as I said yesterday, we all know how this routine goes. There is a really good chance that this isn't the last hamstring injury we see from turbo. Um, so a bit of a worry there. Uh, Eels are around fifth to eight. That's where I've got them as well. Raiders at six. I believe the Canberra Raiders will be higher. I think they're definitely a top four team, as are the Melbourne Storm for me, who he's got at seven. I think that's very low for the Melbourne Storm. Titans at eight. As I said yesterday, I'm not sure if they will be there. I'm not sure if they won't be there. I wouldn't push back on anyone picking the Titans at eight. Um, they're a really interesting team to watch this year. Premiers, he's got the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Um, hard to push back on the form we saw on Sunday. The squad they've got, the guys in key positions, that are in key age brackets are very impressive master coach as well so South Sydney very hard to push back on Wooden Spoon Brisbane uh, this is an interesting one obviously the I, I don't hate this one to be honest with you I, I don't think they'll get the spoon but the closer this season gets the more I get worried and the reason why I'm worried about the Broncos is because they're going to kick off this season without Payne Haas they've lost David Fafita and they're going to kick off this season as well without Katoni Stagg so David Fafita leaves, Stags and Haas missing for the first few weeks. Um, they play Parramatta first up. I, I just, I, I don't think they can 
possibly win that game, to be honest with you. I think Parramatta will do a real number on them. Um, and then if we get to week three or four and all of a sudden the Broncos look up and they haven't won a game yet, Tony Staggs is still 12 weeks away. Payne Haas will walk back in around that point. But I just think it could be chaos. If they don't win two of their first four, one of their first four, which which I think there's a really high potential of that happening, to be honest with you. I hate to say that, but, I mean, this team, they're a side that last year, when, when they were behind, you could just tell they just look like a defeated team. And I think they got halfway through last year and they were just waiting for 2021 to roll around. It's not going to be the perfect start. Um, so I think it's going to be really really interesting for this Broncos side. It could fall apart at any minute. And, like, I'm having a look at their first four games. I mean, they play Parramatta round one. They play the Gold Coast round two on the Gold Coast. That won't be easy. They play the Bulldogs round three. That's probably their easiest game. Uh, But Canterbury, I mean, they've recruited so well. They'll still be on a hype train. It is at Suncorp at least. That's the advantage for them. Round four... They play the Melbourne Storm. Round five, they play the Rabbitohs. Round six, they play the Panthers. Round seven, they play the Eels again. I mean, oh, geez, they they could be 0-7 here to start this season. I mean, Canterbury's probably their easiest game there. And Canterbury, they're not a side that's easy to beat now for me. Um, It's probably a good time to play Canterbury. They're still getting used to all of their new combinations and whatnot, but... I would not be shocked in the slightest if Brisbane start this season one and six. That's my worry for them. And um, yeah, I, I find it hard to push back on that prediction, to be honest with you. Uh, Dalian medal, Josh Hodgson. Now, I've said for a while, I think Georgie Williams is a really good shot to take home uh, the Dalian medal here. But after watching Josh Hodgson the other day and the forward pack he's got to work with, the explosive forwards he've got and the ball skills he's got, on the line in the red zone. Mate, I think Josh Hodgson could be a real smoky now. I'm sort of starting to switch from George Williams to Hodgson. I didn't think he'd play many minutes. I'm still not sure if he will, but I think that when he is on the field, um, I said yesterday I wouldn't call Josh Hodgson selfish, but he definitely does like to get himself on the score sheet, and I think he will do it a heap this year with guys like Joey Tapain, Hudson Young. Uh, I think you saw the writing on the wall there in the trials. Ben Irvine, medal most tries, David Nofaluma. Yeah, once again, I'm not buying into this one. He's an incredible footballer, incredible athlete, but I just don't think without Benji Marshall on that right edge, I don't think the Tigers will get enough ball out there. I don't think Knopf will have enough opportunities. I think that they will spend a lot of time behind their own trial line this year. I know that uh, they looked really impressive against Manly. Um, that's all good and well. Manly missing DCE, four and Tom Travojevic. I mean, um, they didn't really have much to push back on them, in my opinion. So it's going to be interesting to watch. But I just don't think the tie. Oh, I think the Tigers are being a little bit overhyped off the back of one trial. Happy to be proven wrong, though, as I always say. Rookie of the year, Josh Schuster. Yep, I back this one in 100%. I've been saying this for a few months now. Uh, Josh Schuster out of the Manly Seagulls. I think he's going to be a really special talent. He's my tip for rookie of the year. Dean Ritchie's 2021 bold prediction. Happy-go-lucky Wayne Bennett to be elected chairman of the Australian Comedy Association. Uh, would have preferred a footy one there, but... Um, Dino just having a bit of a giggle there. Let's go Paul Crawley from the Daily Telegraph. Now, his top eight, one Storm, two Rabbitohs, three Raiders, four Roosters, five Panthers, six Seagulls, seven Eels, eight Titans. Premiers, the Raiders, the Wooden Spoon, the Warriors. Now, I really like this top eight. Uh, The Seagulls without Tontravoyevich, I probably wouldn't have them there now. I think that'll change a little bit. But other than that, I, I, I really like this. I don't think Penrith will be in the top four. That's... 
that top four, I think that's exactly how I would have it. I'm not sure if the Melbourne Storm will get the minor premiership. I wouldn't be surprised to see the Rabbitohs get the minor premiership. Um, but I think it will be Storm, Raiders, Rabbitohs, Roosters in that top four for sure. Uh, he's got Eels at seven. I think that's about right. Panthers, you know, five to eight's fine with me. Titans at eight. I think they will scrape in if they do. Uh, he's got the Premiers, the Canberra Raiders. Now, I, I don't hate this one. I've obviously tipped the Canberra Raiders to defeat the Melbourne Storm in the grand final, so I've obviously got the Raiders right up there. Uh, Wooden Spoon, New Zealand Warriors. I think this one's interesting. And another one that, I don't think will happen, but I wouldn't push back on it because the Warriors are in such a unique and unfortunate situation that if, you know, one or two injuries don't go their way, if a Roger was to go down or a Nicarima was to go down or someone like that that's really important to this side, I think it would all get too hard. And I think when it does get hard and they're right deep in the trenches, I think they're going to miss a coach like Todd Payton. Uh, I don't think Nathan Brown has the ability to pull them out of that, to be honest with you. I don't think he's that sort of personality. Um, I think Nathan Brown, he's been in tough situations before, but this could be the toughest he's been in. This could be worse than Newcastle. On the surface, it won't look as bad, but I reckon behind the scenes, second year away from home and everything, I think it could be really difficult for him. I I do feel sorry for Nathan Brown, especially when they all know Rogers leaving at the end of the year. Uh, It could be anything. Dalian Medal, Cameron Munster. Another one that I really like. I love Munster. I think he's going to have a massive season. As I said before, though, my only worry is that Harry Grant, Ryan Pappenhausen, Jerome Hughes, these guys are going to steal too many points off him. Um, As I've said, I wouldn't be shocked in the slightest if Munster and Harry Grant finish in the top five for the Dalian Medal, but neither takes it home. Uh, Ken Irvine medal most tries. Alex Johnson. Yeah, I really like this one. Um, AJ, obviously, I think he won it last year because he scored five tries against five or six tries or something ridiculous uh, against the Sydney Roosters in the last round. Uh, The Rabbitohs, I mean, I reckon they only played their best footy for six weeks of that season, realistically. If they can hit the ground running early and you're on that left edge, I think it's going to be lethal out there. So AJ, that's a really good shout, I think. Rookie of the year, Sam Walker. Uh, I've got Josh Schuster, but based off what I saw the other day with Sam Walker, I was incredibly impressed. I'm not sure if he plays enough football to win Rookie of the Year, to be honest with you, but you know, if we get into the early rounds and something happens to Lock and Lamb or Luke Keary, Sam Walker, he's going to jump right up there. He's also got Adam Kieran to contend with, who um, a lot of people tell me that he should be the halfback. I think it'll be interesting to watch. I think he'll be used as a utility, uh, but you have got Sammy Verrills there too, so not really sure how this one's going to play out, but I have no doubt that when Sam Walker does get on the field, he will go close to uh, giving this award a nudge. 2021 bold prediction for Paul Crawley. Shane Flanagan to be reinstated as Cronulla head coach for 2022. Very interesting. As you all know, I've always been a big fan of John Morris. I think he gets uh, too much pushback for what he's achieved and the obstacles that he's had to overcome during his early coaching career. I think he's done really well. Um, When I spoke to Kyle Flanagan, Shane's son, obviously, a couple of months ago, uh, he did mention to me that that there is something happening with Shane. And I asked him, will he be staying in Sydney? He said a very confident yes. So I think that he will have a coaching job within the next 18 months in Sydney. Uh, There's been rumours of that being Parramatta. I think Cronulla would be a really good fit. Uh, It just depends if they want to go through it again. I, I, I don't really know the ins and outs of that situation, that relationship, whether it's strained or whatever. But I think the Cronulla Sharks could do much worse. For me, there's only probably six or seven guys in this country that I would genuinely be completely happy with coaching my footy side and Shane Flanagan he's definitely one of them so uh, one to keep an eye on there our last one for today is David Riccio 
His top eight, he's got the Raiders, Rabbitohs, Storm and Eels rounding out the top four. Fifth, he's got the Roosters, six Penrith, seven the Newcastle Knights and eighth, he's got the New Zealand Warriors. His premiers, the Canberra Raiders, as I just said, I believe Paul Crawley had the Raiders too. I think they will go very close. I think they'll be right up there. Wooden Spoon, the Broncos, same as Dean Ritchie that we spoke about earlier. Uh, the Broncos, their start does worry me. I might go into a little bit more depth in that in another podcast later this week, actually. Might be an interesting one to talk about. Dalian medal, Jack Whiten. Um, as I said, I've always liked George Williams for this Dalian medal. Jack Whiten, it just worries me that Josh Hodgson's going to be there. I don't think these halves are going to see as much ball. Uh, I was doing a bit of an experiment with a Canberra Raiders fan the other day, one of my good mates, and we were having a look at the super coach scores of George Williams and Jack Whiten before... Um, before Hodgson's injury and after. And, you know, I, I know it's only super coach points, but Jack Whiten, he only generates his points from running the ball and having the ball in his hands. And his points jumped up by 10 once uh, once Josh Hodgson was injured. So I'm expecting a little bit of a regression from Jack Whiten. He might be playing as good footy, but I don't think you'll see enough pill uh, to be able to win that Dalian medal again. Uh, and probably after the controversy last year, I, I honestly, it sounds stupid, but I reckon judges will be hesitant to just hand points out to Jack Whiten after that blow up last year. It's just the way rugby league is, unfortunately. Uh, Ken Irvine, medal most tries, Josh Adokar. Yeah, I really like this one. I think the Fox will do really well. The AJ and the Josh Adokar picks, I'm a big fan of. I think the guys outside Cody Walker and outside Cam Munster who are looking like they're primed to have career high years. I really like these two picks there. Uh, rookie of the year, Jensen Tomapaya from the Sharks. I'm actually not sure aware who Jensen is. I'll have to have a look at that one. Um, it's hard this year because we didn't have New South Wales and Queensland Cup last year, which I would normally be all over. There's a lot of these guys that are coming through that, unfortunately, I haven't seen enough of to make really clear judgments of them. Uh, looking forward to having Cup footy back this year so um, I can watch all that. And this is where, when you listen to this podcast, I can normally give you a little bit of an advantage on draft days and um, just being aware of guys that are coming through. But it, it has been difficult over the last 18 months because... Those competitions didn't exist. So this is a guy I'm going to have to have a look at, uh, keep an eye on. I'm not even sure what position he is, unfortunately. Couldn't tell you a thing. So one to keep an eye on there. 2021 bold prediction. Payne Haas to quit the Broncos and move to a Sydney club. Yeah, look, this this one also wouldn't shock me. Um, Payne Haas, I just, I don't know. I, I've spoken to him before on Instagram. He seems like such a lovely guy. He seems so down to earth. Um, he just, I don't know. He just seems to find trouble up there, though, and it's... I don't know. It's all a bit strange. And look, for me, Payne Haas was like, it was a difficult year for everyone last year. Everyone dealt with COVID and lockdown differently. For me, it was probably a harder year for him than almost anyone. Uh, His brother passed away during the year and I know how close Payne Haas was to him. So, I mean, you know, when you have stuff like that go on in your life, things can go off the rails. He was still playing unbelievable football, but it has been off the field. I mean, he's suspended for the first few games here this season, um, obviously for carrying on that night. And I'm not excusing that. I never would. You never talk to, uh, you know, a police officer, let alone a female police officer like that. I think it's dog shit. But I think that he has had a lot going on in his life lately, and I'm hoping that he can turn it all around because I, I think he is a better bloke and a better person than what he's shown us over the last few months. Uh, that's just from my experience from the few conversations I've had with him, which have been very minor, but he just seems very down to earth. Uh, so I'm hoping he stays in Brisbane because they need him for the rebuild. But 
I mean, if he does need a fresh start, look, I, I wouldn't blame him. I wouldn't blame him in the slightest. It wouldn't surprise me. It might be the best thing for Payne Haas. Uh, um, and you know what? If he if he does get into any more trouble, it might be the best thing for the Broncos. As good as he is, I understand that. But, um, yeah, an interesting one to watch there. And an interesting call by David Riccio. It makes me wonder if he maybe knows a little bit more uh, than what he's letting on. 